no one's making me cookies. Like, and I don't need cookies. I've been home all year, not going to the gym. So I don't need cookies, but I want cookies. And I feel like I've earned some goddamn cookies. to my side of the fence a weekly quarantine podcast quarantine has gone on way longer than we thought it would so we're still here you guys it's almost uh christmas time and um we've got the, the neighborinos here i'm caitlin and i've got trisha with me trisha how you doing you know i'm good i was thinking about how you know it's almost christmas time and we're still in quarantine uh a couple days ago too i was like remember how we thought this would be done in like june and we all yep. were such fools. We were like, oh yeah, we'll have like a podcast that we can run for like three months and it'll be really fun. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> here we are. It's December. It's long enough. It's been eight months, y'all. <laughs> eight months of your your neighborinos treading fearlessly into the podcast void. <laughs> I don't know about that. I've cried a few times. Um, <laughs> Not on mic, though. Damn. Yeah, off mic, luckily. But Yeah, most of the tears have been off mic. And due to technical error, um, not due to anything. Well, also because the world's on fire. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I mean, we might. I don't know. world's still world's on fire. Always, it's pretty bad, my world, though. As Smash Mouth once said, my world's on fire. How about yours? <laughs> hey, now. You're a rock star. Get your game on. Go play. Hi. Did I ever tell you how my brother... He's gonna hate me because he listens to this podcast religiously, but my brother... Well, he should tell his friends to listen. I would... I, you know what, Steve... Steve Arino? Uh, his name's Steven, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. No, his, his God-given legal name is Steve Arino. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just mere coincidence that we started a Quarantino Neighborino podcast, uh... It was uh-huh. quite inspirational. Anyway, uh, my little brother, when he was a kid, made up, choreographed his own dance to that song, to to rock star, hey now, whatever it's called, by Smash Mouth. All star. All star. That's the word. By Smash Mouth. He smashed the mouth. Ma- oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh man, you guys. Yeah, Caitlin, how about you? How's your how's your week been? How was your weekend? Oh, absolutely terrible. So, <laughs> you know how after Thanksgiving on a normal non-pandemic year, you're busy like every week leading up until the new year like with some manner of nonsense like every single day. Well, this is like that, except you don't even get the release of like seeing people you enjoy and like maybe having a drink or two. That's not something you get to do. You just get to do all the stressful parts. You get to decorate, and you have to make all the food, and you have to, like, still... Now you have to coordinate mailing presents, which I always end up mailing presents anyway, because my family doesn't live from around here. But, like, all this bullshit. And I'm still tired, and I don't even... No one's making me cookies. Like, and I don't need cookies. I've been home all year, not going to the gym. So I don't need cookies, but I want cookies, and I feel like I've earned some goddamn cookies. That's where I'm at, Trisha. I did make a banana, or not banana, you made banana bread. 
I heard, made banana chocolate chip bread last week. I, mean, I made pumpkin chocolate chip bread this week. So we have had that in the houses. Ryan shared some of the banana bread with the, the local 7-Eleven staff that he oh. enjoys very much. It was very That's cute. That's very sweet. I just wanted to make sure he didn't take credit for making it because, you know, frankly. You did that with your child. Rude. Ha! I know. <laughs> Takes a lot of credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> he worked real hard, obviously. Obviously. You didn't do much, right? Clearly. It was just a vacation for you. No, I literally wasn't on vacation the entire no. time. Yes, I know. I know this. I you know. know this. The sarcasm is thick. She's thick with three C's. I'm currently quite thick because I've been home All except for work <laughs> since April. Yep. Not going to the gym because I don't want to get the Rona. And so now got to like wear my my smartwatch that tells me to get up from my goddamn desk and move around once an hour. Like that's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I like. It's like, oh, yeah, like you're you're. And look at that, your heart rate went up for two seconds. Brandon and I went to, I think, we went to Target, I think, to get something. And, like, I was walking around the store for a whole 11 minutes, and my watch is like, oh my gosh, you did exercise today. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yikes. Yeah, sometimes when I go to the grocery store and I walk, like, too many minutes in a row without kind of, like, stopping in the store, it'll be like, are you exercising? <laughs> It sends me, like, an alert. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, nah. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, watch. <laughs> it's like, do you just have, like, hypertension? And I'm like, maybe. I mean, possibly. I'm not to rule it out. Like, it's <laughs> uh, so crazy to rule that out. Uh, man. Yeah, no, we did We did a little bit of that holiday crafting this weekend, though. And I think that all, for our, all things yeah. considered, it was fun and cute. And what you guys made with your kiddo was cute, too. Well, and I, yeah, we made, we made cute little crafts for the grandparents to send out here shortly, along with some pictures that we're getting set up all nice-like. And yeah, I made a, uh, Trisha helped with the prep, but I made a shit ton of decorations for my office because I said I wasn't gonna participate in decorating the office this year because nobody ever helps me. It's like, usually there's like either like a wreath decorating contest or like a door decorating contest, kind of like there's a Halloween and like... I end up, like, putting my department's name on it, but, like, I'm the only person that ever participates from my department, so it's, like, I have to spend all the money, and I have to do it all myself, and, like, I never win, and it's a whole thing, so this time I wasn't going to do it at all, and then I got roped into doing it anyway, because they didn't have enough people signed up, and, like, I was approached about it, and I was like, oh, you played to my ego, (laughs) how dare you. So, we made a ton of Candyland decorations, and I think they came out cute, but- Don't worry, I won't win. Like, there's no way. Hey, so, but at that's least you fun. figured out you at least you figured out a hack of going to the dollar store. <laughs> yes, we did go to the dollar store, which I'm generally not super excited to do because of the the broader economic impact of dollar stores. However, it did save me a lot of money when I was putting together stuff for this work project. And it was very exciting because it was the it was we went to the one of the newer ones. It was actually very nice. It was uh, off of Parker and, and Chambers, and it was a nice one. And the staff were all—they were all very nice. Um, so it was nice to you know not spend like a hundred dollars on this competition. I'm not going to win. I spent more like thirty dollars. Right? Yeah. And you got way more for your money with that thirty dollars too. You have probably that is supplies true. for days now. 
I I have some extra. I actually used most oh, of what right. I had. Like I I all the foam discs, all of the foam beads, all of uh, made like tons of stuff. I got like tons of, like pom poms and like the only things we ended up getting from Michaels were these um like fillable ornaments to make it look like they were they were gumdrop ornaments. And um yeah, I just like I I had I made a gumdrop wreath where like I glued like hundreds of gumdrops to a wreath core and like literally showed up with this giant box of candyland crap and like put it at the feet of our executive assistant and i was like here you go and just like walked away because i was like i my part is done you did your task um, you did your waiting well like one other person agreed to like help actually put the stuff on the door because i was like no like if i'm gonna do this i'm not doing literally all of it by myself like y'all can help so that was my that was my compromise with them was that i'm not gonna spend my afternoon like gluing crap to a door no, thank you. Um, Hard no. So yeah, we'll see how that turns out. If any of it actually like makes it on the door, and then if it doesn't, I'm going to cry. Right. So <laughs> that's where I am this year in the holiday season, Trisha. That's where I am. That's where I'm at. I uh, I did spoil the shit out of my husband with presents, so I'm pretty excited about that. But otherwise, I'm just like, I don't know. It's just it hits different this year, you know? Because again, usually we're doing things and seeing people and. Hugging? Do you remember hugging? Like, you know, I'm cool without the hugging. Yes, I'm a hugger. I get why lots of people would like the hugging to return. Yeah, that's fair. It depends on the person, I suppose, too. Like the person that is receiving and the person that's giving. It's depending on, like, I that's typically fair. am a hugger, but there's some people I'm just like, mm. head pat, friend, hello. Yep. But now I'm just like finger now, guns. So have you <laughs> have you um finished all your Christmas shopping? I'm assuming it's all online. For the it has part. been, yes. It's been mostly online. Um, I do have a family members to get uh for Christmas, and I will not talk about what I'm getting because again, little brother listens. Um, but it's a pony. It's a pony. <laughs> it's a pony. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I um. I, I used the uh the advantage that I actually have to go into work. Um. Hashtag healthcare life. Um, so I ordered a bunch of my Amazon purchases to my office, um, which was pretty good because they've been sitting there for like since like I think September. Yeah. So my I, I have my my own little space, but I think my team is is glad to have the pile of boxes gone from my office now because I, I took a bunch of them home tonight earlier to yeah. wrap. So there's actually starting to be some things under the tree, which is exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna be wrapping um, presents here. I on Wednesday, uh, I've got uh, Brandon, I'm just basically just buying gifts sporadically, and I probably should stop, but I'm not. Uh, and I've got to wrap your gift, and then I have to get something for Mr. Ryan, and for our favorite little goblin, and then uh, my family presents, which I'll just have shipped to them from whatever I buy them online. Just be like... That's, that's my thing this year, is that I really am, like, and I know there's lots of, this is kind of very much first world problems, but, um... You know, there's folks who are in, in pretty dire financial straits this, this holiday season, so I don't want to make it sound like we're, you know, being gloaty or oh, anything about our purchases. Okay. But I really am trying to keep it to, like, the immediate family and, like, very, very, very close bubble of people this year. And I think that kind of feels nice because you feel like you can put a little more investment into the things you are going to get and, like, the people you are going to do things for. Because I think everyone pretty much understands that, like, you know... You're not going to, like, 17 holiday parties where you have to buy, like, hostess right. gifts and, like, all that crap. Right so, elephants. you know, at least you can kind of reallocate the resources a, uh, a little differently. Yeah. 
And in my immediate family, we have our own Discord server because it's 2020. And we have have an agreement of, like, do not spend more than $20. And my sister and I, we both are, like, maybe send donations to places. Like, for her, she really wants donations to the ACLU. And I was looking for donations to uh, one of my favorite charities that's local, Camp for Kids, uh, rather than actual things, which is, like... My family is one of those families that they have. They like to do like at least something, but like this year, I don't really need anything. I'm fortunate enough that I'm okay in that regard. Like I don't really have a need for anything crazy. Um, so I'd rather have my gift be to help somebody else. Yeah, I'm. I'm not quite as altruistic as you are because I'm. <laughs> I'm still uh, waiting on. Yeah, just a. Uh, a gift-giving scenario to, to go well. The last few have not worked out in my favor. I either, like, end up having to wait months past the event to get whatever the gift was, or I don't get it at all. Anything at all. So, you know, selfishly, I would like some nice things for Christmas. But also, I feel you. Yeah, I, like, the only things that I've really been, like, asking for, I'm like, I want, like, an air purifier. That would be yeah, nice. Yeah, with Brandon, I asked like, for... Stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. Brandon, I was like, can I get some nice house slippers? Like, like memory foam with a little faux fur, you know? Like, some nice house slippers to wear around the house. And, like, nice, like, face cold things to help my face swelling and stuff. I right. like those kind of things. But that was the husband list. That's different than the family list. I know. I'm like, can I please get a gift certificate to Wayfair.com <laughs> or Lowe's? Right. <laughs> those would be... Or, or to Ulta, because you started trying out a new face... Thing. company that's the yeah word. i've been i've been adventurous yeah. so yeah one of my one of my self-care things these past few months because of all the mask wearing at work and everywhere like it just making me break out and like i have pcos so on top of that it's like hormonal and stress acne that like i can reduce but um until i'm back on medication for that which i haven't been able to get because i haven't been able to schedule my annual physical so they're not going to refill any of my prescriptions for my pcos stuff that's like non emergent like the medicine that like clears my skin until i go in and get like lab work done because um like for instance like spironolactone can mess with your kidneys and so like once a year they like to test your kidney function and so i've been like working on skincare stuff have been doing facials for the last few months with uh, an esthetician and um, doing some microderm, uh, which is good maintenance, especially if you live in Colorado where it gets very, very dry. Um, it's a good opportunity to get some of those extra layers of the dead skin on your face so that you can actually moisturize like what's actually there and healthy and keep it healthy. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, the, the past couple weeks I've been kind of experimenting with some different things because I had like upgraded to like using an eye cream at night or a, a night cream with, with retinol. And um, that was really cool. And, you know, doing a daily moisturizer and toner. And uh, in the last few weeks I have started experimenting with serums, which is very super villainy sounding. <laughs> um, maybe I need to go like join shield, but yeah, I've been starting to use a uh, hyaluronic acid uh, along before my moisturizer, because that is a, an ingredient that can, I guess, like, I, I learned the fun fact. It, like, holds, like, 1,000 times its weight in water. So, like, it, like, locks that into your skin before you put the moisturizer yeah. on. Which is very neat, and it makes me feel, like, 
like a super villain, <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and like uh, complete, uh, completely works for a visual medium working for an audio audio uh, thing. Uh, when she was talking about serums, I did the Mr. Burns fingers, and uh, then she said super villain. And that's why I laughed loudly. Sorry, guys, I wasn't laughing at the. At the serums part, I was laughing at. The- well, and and I know you were laughing at me the other day because I also got a, a chemical exfoliant, which I didn't realize chemical exfoliants were a thing. Like I thought you had to have something with like tiny little particles in it, which like are called mechanical exfoliants, which make a lot yeah. of sense. But um, I have like a really really nice one, not like you know the Saint Ives with like peach peach pits Ooh, in God. it or whatever. Like those are nasty and rippy. Like I've never used anything like yeah. that in recent history, but I had like a really nice like fine. Uh, grit like actual exfoliant like uh, wash but I tried a chemical exfoliant the other night that made it look like I bathed in the blood of my enemies and that was super exciting for me as a person. And I love it when you can discover something that's both good for your skin and also fills that little desire of feeling like you're bathing in the blood of your enemies. It's the best compromise. It's the best. It's a win-win. Exactly. <laughs> it's free real estate. And everyone should try that at least everyone once. Everyone should do it once in your life. <laughs> Do I do I mean chemical exfoliants or do I mean bathing in the blood of your enemies? You you don't you know, world. You decide. Choose your own adventure. No, but I mean the the thing for me is that yeah, especially being unable right now to do anything past like a virtual visit for for healthcare, it's very difficult to get in for annual physicals as well as just anything else basically. So, um, have been trying to do things that just like reduce the inflammation and reduce the anything that could be making it worse essentially and just taking care of all the other factors that I can so that when I'm actually able to get like on you know back on like for instance like spironolactone which is uh helpful with for people with PCOS to to keep their skin clear and to rebalance uh you know the androgen levels you have that will mess up and upset your skin and give you hormonal acne um that at least I know that I'm, you know, trying to keep my skin healthy because it's actually a big part of your body. And especially when you live in Colorado at altitude where it's dry and also you're closer to the sun and, you know, you might just get skin cancer. Who knows? Like, it's fine. Absolutely. Well, that and like with having the PCOS, I mean, and, and not being able to be on your pills, at least you're getting your base and your foundation as prepared as you can because then once you start the meds again, you'll be able to be like, chef's kiss and then you won't have to do like extra work to like mm-hmm. you're already doing those exfoliants so any like little yeah time well, and, and the good thing is that again this is a very like first world set of problems sure. right like so you know there's people out there that are having a hard time getting medications that like they need to actually like have decent quality of life that aren't just you know at least that top tier of getting your needs met and so it's just you know it's a reminder that like it's difficult to get access to those things and whether it's something superficial like that, that, you know, it's like, you know, make my skin look cute or if it's, you know, I need medications so that, you know, my, my existing health issues don't get worse so that I was reading an article later today that was or earlier today that was talking about someone's elderly mother who had died in the last three months and she didn't die from COVID, but because she had routine appointments and procedures that were bumped farther and farther and farther out. Um, her family re- truly believes that, like, you know, if that regular care had been accessible during the pandemic, she may not have died. So, again, we're seeing, a you know, potentially a rise 
in mortality of people who have pre-existing conditions that like don't need to be fatal but because that existing care is now inconsistent it's putting more and more people at risk whether or not you have covid yeah i saw a tiktok earlier to that earlier today about that similar uh kind of subject too because um obviously they're still going to like help as much as they can with the non-covid emergencies in hospitals they can't not i i saw this from like some someone on tiktok i don't know who it was because it was technically a tiktok that was posted on instagram long story short they were talking about how the crowded emergency rooms are causing it to be harder and harder to take care of other non like obviously non-covid emergencies like heart attacks and and seizures and strokes and everything like that it's becoming harder to like prioritize things when there's not room for people in emergency rooms, you know? I mean, you can treat in the hallways, or people of who may be starting to go through detox. Exactly. And, and alcohol detox and, and benzo detox can kill you. Exactly. And that's the thing, is that people are dying during this not this COVID time because of health issues that are non-COVID related. So uh, uh, yeah. they were saying on this TikTok something about how our life expectancy as a country is now going to be dropping significantly due to all of the deaths that we've had this year that aren't just COVID deaths because of certain things like those emergencies happening. That's, it's interesting because there's already been a number of articles and some research done in the last like 10 years showing that, you know, the next generation is probably the first generation to like stagnate and or have a lower life expectancy than the generation before it, which has not been the case since, like, the Industrial Revolution. Right, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy, the fact that this is happening. And, I mean, we actually are experiencing it pretty close to home here in Colorado. With We talked about this last week, about how uh, Jared Polis, and I think the first uh, gentleman's name is Marlon, I want to say. I might be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both got diagnosed with COVID last week. Unfortunately, the first gentleman actually had to go into the hospital today or yesterday um, because his COVID Mm -hmm. symptoms got significantly worse. So, like, it's, he's... These are otherwise, like, relatively healthy people who've, like, traditionally had really good access to care. Like, these are people that are, like, wealthy and, you know, have, again, these things that are available to them as opposed to, you know, people who are going to, like, wait until they're really, 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 really not able to breathe before they even go see a doctor. Um, because healthcare is inaccessible, it's expensive, and a lot of people are either underinsured or don't have insurance at all. Exactly. And it's just, it's, it's sad to see that people that, like, do have access are still even to the point where it's just... It's to the point where they have to go to the hospital, and as we've seen mm-hmm. and heard from, you know, social media and from the news briefings, like, they have been responsible with wearing their masks, socially distancing, like, as far as I can tell, they're not like the other mayors and governors around that, like, have been caught having lots of people over or anything, like, and they still got hit like that. And it's just, it's scary, yeah. like, again, to think that the, the rest of us out there that can't necessarily get that treatment right away, we're just kind of like... <sighs> well, and even a lot of testing places are saying, like, if you have a known exposure, like, you should wait, like, five days before getting tested. And part of that is because of false positives or false yeah. negatives, right? But the other piece of that is because, like, if you have that many people flooding the sites... 
then it's just all that more more people to have to process through the labs. And the labs are already so overwhelmed with testing requests. We keep, like, intermittently running out of tests themselves, too, which is also frustrating and scary. Uh, I mean, it sounds like we're going to be hopefully able to get vaccines for essential workers and uh, immunocompromised here in end of January? Is that what we were hearing, or was it... Yeah, I mean, well, at first it was, oh, it'll be the second week in December, then it'll be the end of December, and now it's January. So, I mean, I know that there are, like, half a million doses en route to California right now. I think California's gonna be one of the first states to have access to them. Um, The the sheer number of healthcare workers that work in in California alone is, you know, outrageously high. So, you know, not surprising. I, I it's gonna be a long time before everyone a gets the vaccine, and I think there's like it's like a two part vaccine. Yeah, it is, and it's only effective if seventy five percent of the population gets it, which I don't have faith in that right, number right now. Because you can still be like you can still like shed the disease and like you know like be a carrier, or you can have it on your body. Right. Like if someone coughs on you, like exactly. you know, like you know what I mean. Like you can still like work. <laughs> spread this around. Ugh. The people that don't understand like, that. Like, it's not an excuse to, like, fling off your mask and, like, just go about no, your day yeah. now. Like, that's not... I mean, it's. I've even heard people in the healthcare field be like, oh, I'll just wear a pin that says I got vaccinated. And it's like, I mean, okay, yeah. like, but there's also, like, other ways to, you know, reduce transmission and to reduce potential so that vulnerable people are still not, like, highly, highly at risk right. while everyone in the world is trying to get this under control. Right, exactly, like... It just doesn't make any sense. Like, that people... I, it, it just, like... Again, it's probably just the bias from being a sick person all my life, but it's, like, just the, like, disconnect people have when it comes to germs and, like, your body and, and even droplets. Like, like the people that, like... Uh, my friend took a picture at a COVID testing site and somebody was trying to, like, talk to the guy outside and she, like, pulled her mask down to talk to him. It's at a COVID testing site. Why would you do that? Why would you pull your mask down at a COVID testing site? And it's just like, Uh I don't think people, it's like people don't realize that, like, how how the germs transmit and how you get it. I mean, I'm, there's, like, people I talk to every day at work that, like, I haven't seen the lower half of their face in months. Couldn't tell. There was actually one of the... (laughs) One of the providers I work with, I guess, had grown a beard, and I, like, hadn't noticed <laughs> until it, like, started to extend past, like, the edge oh of his mask, gosh. and I was like, oh, hey! <laughs> so, if you see... And I was like, there it the is. the beard gets sunlight, is that six more weeks of uh, quarantine? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, someone commented on it, and I was like, what are you talking about? He doesn't have a beard? And they were like, yeah, like... You can kind of see it now. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's like, I feel like I say this all the time, but that there's an episode of The Office where um, Stanley, the grumpy old guy, he gets uh, some kind of surgery and they like brought him a get well soon card. And they're like, we hope they removed your tonsils, but not your mustache. And then like half the office was like, wait a minute, does he have a mustache? <laughs> like I couldn't remember until he came in. Oh no. <laughs> and then they're like, mustache! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know. Hot mess. I don't want to say this coming off 
in a celebratory sense because, again, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but uh, Rudy Giuliani got COVID. Yeah, man, fuck that guy. He sucks. Especially after the spectacle he invited into a courthouse. Yeah, fuck that guy. He sucks. (laughs) Well, and like all of these, you know hearings and all this that he's tried to bring for all these different court cases like he's not wearing a mask when he's doing all this stuff in court like he's just being ridiculous and like the only person more ridiculous than him was the like really drunk lady he brought (laughs) in front of the court the other day i can't remember even what state that was i think it was michigan or minnesota I think it, I think it was Michigan, yeah, and like that drunk lady was wild. I I seriously thought I was watching SNL. I was like, okay, how did they get? Started? Producer Ryan like heard me watching the clip the first time he saw it, and he was like, oh, is that SNL? And I was like, no, this is real life. <laughs> and it was like right when the lady was like, and was you there? I and was you there? I signed a paper that said if I wrong, I could go to jail. What did you? What did you do? Did you? Did you guys take it and do something weird with it? Uh, she like. <laughs> Did you know that thousands of dead people voted? I would bet that hundreds of thousands did. I like. Where did? And it's funny. The only the only instance actually that was recorded of quote dead people voting were people who voted, and then between the time that they did early voting and the date of the election passed away. Like, their vote was still valid, it was cast. They were alive. But it's like that, even even that was like 13 people, like, in the country or something. It was some stupid small number, but it was like, statistically speaking, yes, this can happen. Yeah. But I don't think that's what they were talking- But yeah, Drunk Lady was wild, and then, uh, yeah, Rudy Giuliani with, like, the, the hair dye, like, trickling down the side of his face, and just- being a fucking creepazoid. Well, yeah, that and like during this trial thing with the crazy drunk lady, when um, one of the other people on the judges thing, I I don't know, it was crazy. He was like, "Why do we <laughs> yeah. let this guy ask you his question and you don't say anything?" Because we kept interrupting him like every time. Yeah, and Rudy like had. To oh, put- did you see the clip where Rudy Giuliani farted really loudly? I missed this. Is that a COVID symptom? It's oh my COVID god, symptom. it's not. I, I well, GI distress is is a COVID symptom actually. Okay. So you know, take from that what you will. But uh, or it can be. To, you know, that's why COVID sucks is because there's like twenty different major right. symptoms and like some people only get like two right. of them. But um, yeah, he like rips one. Like this, the co counsel is talking and she's like talking, 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 and then you hear like. And then you kind of see her eyes, like, dart over to Rudy Giuliani, and then, like, she keeps talking. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Oh, great. my God. I'm going to have to yeah, look that, that guy, up now. Yeah, fuck that guy. I'm, <laughs> I don't wish, like, COVID on people generally, but, like, that guy's a fucking asshole. And he's endangered so many people by, like, dragging all those people into court and, like, doing all these baseless, like, claims and wasting everyone's time and basically becoming himself a public health hazard. Like, from the bottom of my heart, fuck that guy. From the top, make him drop from that wet-ass COVID. (laughs) I mean, he's already kind of, like, been melting, like, the Wicked Witch of the West as it is. Uh, Kind of, So this is just, you know, final drip of the coffin, I guess. Oh, so, um, there was a gentleman who got the Presidential Medal of Freedom today. Oh, yeah? 
uh, his name is Dan Gable. He's, I believe, from Iowa. And um, he was a uh, an Olympic wrestler. And he, he was in the Olympic Games in Munich in 72. Um, had this amazing record of victories. And, you know, apparently just an interesting kind of guy. Um, he has also, I guess, won the congressional medal of honor before so he's he's one of the few people that has like the congressional medal of honor and the presidential medal of medal of freedom which he was given this afternoon by donald trump and uh donald trump made a almost nonsensical speech i mean prior to this event happening which is a surprise to no one <laughs> however um <laughs> he during this speech said that dan gable was the goat literally said the goat and then he said, do you know what the goat is? It means the greatest of all time. I already took my... Which is clearly something someone had told him. And then he challenged Dan Gable to a wrestling match and said, I'm bigger than you, so I think I could take you. And uh, also said, you know, he was like, I think in his professional career, like non, like non student sports he had uh like won like 177 matches and had like one loss and so donald trump is like you know that's pretty good i've had two victories and zero losses so that's also pretty good we'll see how that goes victories and what like again implying that he has won the american presidential election for a second time which he has not no. <laughs> and so this is all going on like this this speech is just you know more rambling drivel <sighs> With those parts just being just fucking wild. And then at the end, uh, Donald Trump seems to kind of, like, forget where he is. And then, like, as the press corps starts going, like, oh, you know, are you going to fire Bill Barr? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, okay, thank you. Bye. And he leaves the room. <laughs> like, the guy who just won the Presidential Medal of Freedom, his entire family and the News Corps are in the room. And literally, Dan Gable just, like, shrugs and goes, he, he left. <laughs> And it's, like, the saddest, like, curvy enthusiasm moment. It's so weird. <laughs> like, people need to put the music to it. But, yeah, it was so fucking wild. I was just like, this... Like, I don't know anything about Dan Gable's politics. I don't know if he's, like, a crazy MAGA person. Right. Or if, like, he's donated money to, like, anti-LGBTQ, like, or... I don't know. From what I could tell from my quick number of Google searches, like, he hasn't made, like, any kind of big splashes, like, in his personal life. Like, Questionable choices. pretty much exclusively known for being a professional wrestler. Um, and we just gave- I mean, also, if he has the, the like, Medal of Honor, there's probably some military experience there, too. Uh, but just give a medal, for, like, a professional medal, presidential medal of freedom? Well, I mean, you can get, you can get medal of freedom for, for being- you know, a, a extraordinary cultural yeah. influence for being a great representative of the United States. There's any number of reasons the president can choose to give yeah. that award, right? And it sounds like in this case, it was likely nominated by his senator, okay. who was in attendance at the ceremony. So, yeah. like, I mean, who knows, right? right? Yeah. Like, this is one of those things that, like, <laughs> looking at it as an outsider, like, you know, I'm obviously not as in on, like, the scuttlebutt as I used to be. But, like, I can only imagine that, like, from everything I can tell, this guy's, like, pretty non-offensive. Yeah. Like, just... seems like a nice guy with a nice big family. And, like, it's a bit of good PR either way. So, like, the only way he could have fucked this up by, was basically by doing what he did. Right. And everyone's just being kind of baffled by, like, what was unfolding in front of them. And they're like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, bye! Yeah. Same, honestly. I've done that. Okay, bye! Like, at least he wasn't asking for a pardon. Yeah. At least he was like, I give so, it to know, me. Nice. 
And he puts the yeah, metal. What's, what's Don Jr. want for Christmas? He would like a pardon, please. Santa, baby. <laughs> please go on uh, and pardon me. Polly. I just got like an image of Don Jr. like straddling his father uh, singing Santa, baby. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go throw up. Now you have oh, to see it in your brain, too. Now everybody who listens, now all of, all of podcasts knows your visions. <laughs> <laughs> All several of you. <laughs> All will, several of you. We'll you know. Can write her we'll know what we know. emails to my side of the fence at a website.com. Um, <laughs> file all your complaints to, to her there at that email address. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. I get it. <laughs> it's real gross. That whole family and all of the useless adult children are just outstandingly terrible they people. They are. Absolute garbage. But you know what? Also did a okay buy earlier today. Uh, Denver Pop Culture Con has officially canceled this year, upcoming year's uh, convention. They have officially canceled uh, 2020's event, 2021's event. That's that's probably they can fine. okay buy, and I think it's a smart choice. Um, I think it's a smart choice, and I also think they probably had a deadline by which they had to reserve the space. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, risk losing fees, which is, I think, what happened this year. I think that's part of why it took them so long this year to cancel yeah. it. Um, so I can see that being, you know, an issue. And then producer Ryan was telling me actually yesterday that PAX had started unveiling some of their days. And they're, like, way deep into 2021. So there's, like, plenty of time to still cancel them if it turns right. out that, like, you know, we don't turn this thing around. But I think it just p- gives people something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, like, you know how it's like, hey, if the whole class can get their shit together, we'll have a pizza yeah. party. And that is, uh, PAX, I think, is is the nerd community's pizza party right, right. now. Um, <laughs> that, you know, if if we don't meet our goal, like, we don't, we don't get no. it. That's, you know. We do not. And you know what? It's kind of where we're at. I don't blame us for not getting a pizza party. I mean, I mean, I don't, I do blame us. Like, as a cultural... Producer role. Ryan tricked me into getting stuffed crust pizza hut pizza the other day, and I have not been more violently ill in a long time. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, like, it was food poisoning or that, you know, it was anything other than exactly what it was meant to be at Pizza Hut. You do your thing. Like, you do you. Um, my digestive system can no longer process Pizza Hut pizza. Like, that's where I am at my life. There's, like... A threshold, and I've passed it, and I can no longer process Pizza Hut pizza. Oh my, in my gosh! Stomach. <laughs> well, that yeah, it was. So awful. I'm guessing on that note, you don't want the Pizza Hut in Parker to send us pizza. <laughs> so no, I want the Pizza Hut aesthetic. That's fair. That's fair. I want the booths with the vinyl yep. that stick to your butt, yep. and I want the Pizza Hut faux Tiffany lamps. I've been looking at them on eBay. You know, they keep popping up every once in a while and they're like thousands of dollars but i want one i want someone who's like held on to one since like if the i had known i would have like given give you the one. tiffany lamp from our old house it i remember that lamp it was actually very similar it to a was. pizza hut lamp but it was not in fact it a was pizza not in fact lamp. a pizza hut lamp but that was what we uh very uh affectionately called it <laughs> yes no i mean it's uh i want the 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 clear red soda yes. cups i want i want a salad bar 
those are probably never going to be a thing again, and that makes me really sad because I actually like salad bars, well, I, I, even though I know they're I know they're empirically gross. I know this. Oh, yeah. Like, don't you know? Don't at don't me. rain on my parade. Uh, don't at me, world. You're the goat. Yeah, well, apparently Dan Gable is the goat. That's fair. Meh. I haven't met this Dan Gable. <laughs> no, I can't. I can either I confirm or deny. I do question. I it. can either confirm nor deny that he is the goat. I can confirm. <laughs> From his Wikipedia sports record, that he's a he's a formidable opponent. It sounds like back in the day, right. you know, fifty years ago. Um, good for, good him, for though. him. I don't know. Good, good for, for him. him. You Whatever, know what? Dan Gable. I feel bad that you got left hanging in the room by yourself in the room where it didn't. With your battle. Apparently, the room Jesus that it didn't Christ. happen. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I you know, there's some people that just they just get roped into shit, and you're like. Uh, what happened? That's how I feel with Mandalorian this season. I feel like the Mandalorian just keeps getting roped into shit. He's just like, ugh. I mean, that's just the Mandalorian. Right, fair. That's just Mando Dado. You know? I mean, everyone loves a single dad. Or, like, a dog dad. It really depends on how you view, uh, um. <laughs> no, he's definitely a single he's dad. single dad vibe. And, like, mm-hmm. And they're, like, their bond is only, like, intensifying. I know! I know. I love this show so much. Like, this last week's episode was great. I don't know if we should talk about it, because I don't want to spoiler it. But we can do Vin Diesel. We can throw Vin in here. <laughs> She's making, like, that Shibu Inu face at me. It's not fair. I, I know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Mandalorian is a delightful show for delightful people, and it makes me happy. I mean, it'll be interesting, actually, as of in like what like two weeks for for christmas we're actually gonna have some more things to watch all at once because the entire wb slate for next year is going to go to hbo max and then it sounds like wonder woman is going to be released on christmas day in theaters and on um hbo max and there's a handful of other movies that are having that happen as well so at least for, for those of us who are not going to be comfortable going to a movie theater or have it safe to go to a movie theater for a very long time, um, this provides some options. Right. I, I know we were talking about, you know, just off mic in the last few days about ways to, like, replicate the theater experience at home. And I know one trick that producer Ryan and I have is that um, if we are going to sit down and, like, watch a movie and, like, lower the lights and we've got the backlighting on the TV so that, like, it's actually <laughs> the clo- as close as we and we've got the surround sound, you know, uh, kind of jerry-rigged and um, it's as close as we're going to get to like actually having that movie theater experience we make popcorn so that we're not like constantly checking our phones because there's actually popcorn in our hands and um, that's one way we get around feeling like we're stuck in our goddamn homes so I didn't know if you had any other tips and tricks to feel cozy while you enjoy movies like this blo- that should be seen on the big screen ostensibly but you know here we are to make them feel more legit. Uh, I, we do similar stuff. Um, with We have our lights down. Uh, we have the lights behind us uh, in our gaming area on. So that way it's kind of like having like the side lights going into the, into the movie theater on. This is how it kind of feels. Um, and like, especially when we're watching new media, like with the Mando weekly releases, uh, we don't check our phones while we're watching it for the most part. Um, so that way we like, try to be in the moment as much as possible. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, we do pretty much the same thing with the popcorn. 
because I actually, you know this, I, we did talk about it on the podcast, but I got a popcorn maker for uh, for this purpose uh, that was on clearance at Target. So uh, so I, we can have the same kind of experience on our side of the fence. So Yeah, we have, we have an air popper as well, and it, it helps because you can control how much butter and salt you're going to put on it. I found that a lot of microwave popcorns are, in fact, disgusting. And the, the chemical feeling you get from a lot of them is really gross. And, like, honestly, to get a big tub of the kernels from the grocery store or Target or whatever is, like, $2 for, like, like a, a quart of fucking kernels that, like, I think it took us, like, eight months to get through with having popcorn, like, once or twice a week. Right, yeah. So, you know, as long as you have, like, a big bowl and, like, one of those little $10 poppers, like... It's awesome. Or you can do it on the, the stove as well with, um, you can actually buy like popcorn flavored oils to pop if you're doing stovetop popping. So that's really exciting. All the ways to just feel like you're having that experience and you're getting like the sensory input of like having an evening out or evening in, I guess. Right, yeah. Sometimes we'll get like a pizza or something too because, but not a Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> we will sometimes get like one of our little local artisan pizza places, like Wood Paddle or Colorado, which they have some fancy pizzas. So we'll get that in place of, like, eating at the Alamo, because we typically both get pizza when we get to eat at the Alamo and see a movie. So it like kind of just adds to that familiarity of watching a movie at home or watching a movie in a theater, but not being able to do so. I also like being able to have all of my pillows. Yeah. And <laughs> my blankets. Yeah! Because, I'm not going to lie, I actually have taken a pillow with me to the Alamo before um, for my lower back, and I've, like, snuck it in my bag. So it's like, at least I can just, like, have it and be like, oh, yeah, getting that lumbar support. Yeah, bitches. Oh, man. Uh, that just reminded me of what happened, I think, when I saw Star Wars Episode Two. Uh, <laughs> my family clearly are completely nerdy um and we saw episode one through three in the theaters like countless times and it got to the point where i would just like curl up and fall asleep in the chairs <laughs> in whatever theater we were at seeing them and at one point my family had to like kind of split up a little in the theater um for some reason but we were at one of those newer the at the time it was newer where the arms went up and like i was able to like lay across two or three chairs at once and my sister was like oh next God. to me watching me and she's like yeah she might went in the movie and she's like yeah she fell asleep like before they landed on the in the droid factory and my parents are like oh my god <laughs> they were like how is she I sleeping had, uh, through this <laughs> i notably uh, talk about movie sleeping um i have a great story and i know one of our listeners is going to know exactly which story this is when i went to go see the movie 300 in college we went to the Georgetown Movie Theater, where I had many a drunk movie-watching experience. Oh, delightful times. But uh, one of those times was when we went to see 300, and my friend, <laughs> who had uh, powered through a full day of, I believe, classes, and then uh, had a couple drinks before we went in, fell asleep in her popcorn. Oh, no, no. In, like, the first ten minutes of the movie. And when they did the we are Sparta! And they do the kick the guy into the pit. She went like, and like all the popcorn went everywhere. <laughs> and it's still one of my favorite movie memories because it's so pure. Oh. And like, <laughs> she had butter on her Whoa, face. Oh, buddy. 
and it was incredible, and I love everything about it, and I love my friends. <laughs> They're good peeps, and especially because they, like, they're also they're also supporting. I love your friends. You have good peoples in your life. And I It's I'm, nice to have good peoples that are, are funny and also are, are fun people. Yeah. And they give a shit about important shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well you got any uh got any words of wisdom to take us into next week, Trisha? You know, guys, uh typically this time of year is really stressful anyway with the holidays. With the pandemic, there's a weird blessing in disguise that you don't have to be around the people that stress you out that you love. <laughs> you really don't have to be around them. There's good reason not to be around them. Um, so don't forget to take care of yourself. Love yourselves and your friends and your family. Wear a mask. Be a good person. Be kind to yourself. Wrap your presents. Mail your stuff out on time. Mail your stuff this week if you can. Because if you mail it next week, it may not arrive on time. Because the DeJoy... Male nonsense is still ongoing. But you know what? It's, it's 2020 is a mess. A, a dumpster fire times an irrelevant man-made concept. It's fine. Christmas is whenever you want, bitches. True. Also true. Also true. All right, guys. <gasps> Bye. Bye.